Yes, yes, we back again. What up, Shy? What's going on today? You know, it sounds so great to hear this theme song. I feel like I haven't heard it in so long. That's Big Mitch's favorite jam right now. <laughs> Might change well, it up in the future. <laughs> you got the show. That's the Ed and Paul. I like this right here. <laughs> Come on, y'all. We got to get the energy going. Regardless of what time you listen to this podcast. I want I'm in a good mood today, too. Me as well. Me as well. We're going to vibe off the energy. All right, y'all. I'm going to cut that short because I got a few special announcements before we dive into the meat of today's conversation. Special announcement. Blah, 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 blah. You good to go, man? <laughs> special <laughs> announcement. Numero uno. We have said it. You guys have waited and we have prepared it. The Patreon account for the I Got Sense podcast is now live, baby. It is live and ready yes, for you sir. all to dive into it. Yes, sir. So, already content over there. Already content on it. And we got a couple shout outs to make, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for our new listeners, welcome. My name is Andre. I'm the co-host of the I Got Sense podcast. And I have here with me the man, the myth, the legend, and the face and the brand behind the podcast, Shyon Simmons. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Shyon Simmons, a.k.a. DJ Dividends, the original financial educator what's going on today man oh not a mucho man just another beautiful day in sunny california even though it's a little on the windy side today man it's windy and breezy off that ocean but uh the sun is still out yeah it is yeah it is i ain't got no complaints about the southern cali dog pound at all so look y'all back to the patreon you guys can go to patreon.com forward slash i got sense podcast and you can also access our patreon account by clicking on the patreon link in the episode notes now when y'all get there it's gonna be a subscription <laughs> it's a subscription fee but for as little as five dollars a month you can get the subscription to the patreon page and you'll be able to check out a lot of the hot stock tips that i do over there especially in the monday morning jump off mm-hmm. where i have an exclusive uh, article written to talk about things that are going to be happening um in the financial world that week and going forward and um, I always conclude with giving you a hot stock tip. So that's where you get your uh, stock information from your boy DJ Dividends. Now, we don't do it on Facebook and on the uh, podcast no more. <laughs> I'm not a licensed investment advisor anymore, but that's by design because I'm not going to let FINRA and the SEC put them handcuffs on me. There you go. There you go. And just to give you all a little, you know, insight as to what you can expect over there at the I Got Sense podcast Patreon, because we got some more things cooking for you. all So over the next month or two, we'll start implementing video educational video content. About a plethora of different topics from taxes to setting up your business to real estate investing and the list goes on. We also have a few really notorious. I ain't did that in a minute. huh? I'm listening to that pause <laughs> over there because I clicked over on the Patreon page right quick. He's like, wait a minute. What, what man, we got over there? Man, so, this is impressive <laughs> over here. So what we I got. I feel like somebody. <laughs> hey, you are somebody. <laughs> Get that brother around the applause. I feel like I'm somebody, man. This this looks top tier over here. So, yeah, like I was saying, we got, a, we got a handful of things over there for you guys, man. We got some dope interviews coming up with some notable people in society from entrepreneurs, CEOs, uh, execs. I know that's the same thing. Um, but, yeah, uh, can't wait to get that content over to you guys. But go on ahead and subscribe. We got a shout out list now. Oh, by the way, when you do become a patron, you get shouted out on the I Got Sense podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So without further ado, y'all like my voice changed. Without further ado, let me go ahead and play some funky music and get to shouting y'all out. Yeah, um, I'm gonna do it in a rap style too. Yo, is this considered a cipher? It's a cipher. Okay, it's I'm the learning. IGC cipher. I'm learning this here, young Let's folks. Get hip it. stuff. You got some bars. Let's get them. it. Ah, uh. <laughs> ah. Uh. Shoot, I got a. Ladies and gentlemen, bear with me. 10 seconds. Get the clock rolling, Shy. Okay, here we go. I got the names. We got coming in number one, Lashina. Shout out to CEO Lashina McCurdy. Man, did my uh, 
girl, Sky girl. She, she subscribed. She subscribed and supported us. Good look, good look. <laughs> oh, look at that. We got Savy D in the building, too. Hold on, my boy Savy D. <laughs> Is that my boy Savy D? We got Savy D. Savy D, D done spent some money on pops. <laughs> Man, I'm, I got a T over here, bro. We also have Sadrita, Angela, Richard, okay. Jackie, Idre, Idre, Man. Idre. Man, we uh we got some subscriptions coming in, huh? Come man, on. And I now. see the people out there showing me some love, man. This content must be pretty decent. Or do you think they just like me and they support me? You know, I think we're doing all right. I think yeah, we're doing all right. all right. I think we're doing all right. That's after the first month of not even fully announcing that it was gonna come out, except mm-hmm. for last the last episode, uh just more so hitting at it. So we're excited. We have a goal of getting 100 patrons, and with that goal comes a celebration. So let me go ahead and dive into what that celebration is, because I heard Sean was about to get out there and do a little dance in a different little city for the celebration. Man, I'm ready to hit it wherever I need to. I'm doing it all. (laughs) Dougie, Cat Daddy, Cabbage Patch, whatever it is. What dance is out there that's new nowadays? Uh, Shoot. The shoot, actually. I mean, it ain't too new now. <laughs> the Smith, the, the shoot. I don't know, man. I ain't danced in a minute like I used to. Yeah, I don't have no. I kind of don't even know what's out there man, right there. Man, you getting like old that. like your boy. Dang, DJ you had me really stumped for a second. I was about to be like, shoot. Uh, <laughs> I did see on TikTok they was bringing back the jerk. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Like the reject and all of that. Hey, if we get enough subscriptions, I'm going to the whatever city you send me to, and I'm I'm going to go out there and go on and turn up. All right, so here we go, y'all. If we, if and when, when we reach 100 patrons, okay, the I Got Sense podcast, which is both Cheyenne and myself, will be giving away $100 to one lucky patron to invest in how they see fit. Okay. All right. That sounds like a plan. Can we get to 100 by July, by the, before summertime hit? Hey, that's that like that sound like a realistic goal okay, to me. Okay, I'm going to push a little harder. I'm going to reach out to some folks and tap them on the shoulder. There we go. Uh, maybe do a couple of things on Facebook where a lot of my followers and friends are. Now check this out. Okay. This is a little more of an aggressive goal, but when we get to 500 patrons, we'll be giving out $500 and Cheyenne will be hitting the cat daddy. We can handle that. Yeah, absolutely. In front of his, uh, depending on what time, depending on the time in life when we hit this goal, it might be in front of this location or your next location, or it might be on the Vegas Strip. Uh, could wherever they want me at. Wherever they want, we gonna let y'all vote on that. Yeah, wherever they want me at. Now, if, if we can, can we get ten thousand subscribers? Look, the next goal is a thousand, and a we'll thousand? be giving out a thousand dollars. Okay. And then the, the the top tier, the top tier. This is our what the top, top goal? tier goal. Okay, what's that goal? We'll be giving out ten thousand dollars once we receive ten thousand patrons. Okay, man. If we and get, and okay. This $10,000 must be used by the patron to invest in their stock portfolio. Not only. Okay. They will be on the episode of the I Got Sense podcast. Okay. Man, if we get 10,000 subscribers when? to the Patreon page, I will run out on uh, Staples Center floor during the Lakers game <laughs> butt naked. <laughs> And I hit that cat daddy out there that way. What about that? I'll go ahead and go to jail for two days for the folks. (laughs) What about that? I mean, truth be told, with the way they playing right now, they might need a little excitement like that. Yeah, they might. Yeah, I could probably get in the game tonight. Oh, man. That would be hilarious. But, yes, folks, not to take too much of y'all's time and talk about the Patreon. We just want to let y'all know it's there. We'll make some follow-up. Uh, shout outs to the Patreon at the end of this episode. Yeah, I'm very excited with this Patreon page, man. I'm very proud the way this looks, man. This is top tier professional, and um, I feel a little guilty because I ain't done a damn thing. <laughs> I ain't done nothing at all. You have. You've been updating. On there. You've been updating and sharing all the in- information. And well, I, I, I do the information, but <laughs> I already have that in my head. I, I don't feel like I've been working. You know how they say if you find something you love to do, it don't feel like work. There it is. So the stuff that I'm doing on the podcast, on Patreon, all the stuff that I put on Facebook, it doesn't feel like work because that's just a culmination of you know, 28 to 30 years of uh, my uh, expertise um, and knowledge uh, gained uh, working in the financial world. So there don't feel come. like work to me. I feel guilty because it's a lot of y'all behind the scenes doing all this here technical stuff, making it look good out there for me. So 
Um, I got to give y'all y'all flowers for that there because this is pretty damn impressive. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. As you would say, thank <laughs> yes, you, thank sir. you. <laughs> but man, I'm really excited to 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 dive into those interviews and get this content created, man. Because Cali Creations is gonna put their work together mm-hmm. and get the video on top ten. They're gonna be like, "Whoa, Sean, I didn't know you had a special on HBO. What was what's yeah. this?" That's what we trying to get to. What's this? What's that? If they don't want to give it to us, we're going to make it ourselves. You yes, feel me? Yes, sir. And All right. And while we, in the, uh, while we in here, I just wanted to show you some stuff that I did that you didn't approve. <laughs> but I figured out. Look at this here. Oh, shoot. Look at that coin right there. Look at that. Hey, Your boy did that I all like by that. himself. I like that. All by himself on a 40-minute flight. I like that. We're going to have to update that as your uh, new TikTok logo. I, I updated that on the Facebook page yeah. with me and that coin like that on a flight <laughs> to Phoenix. So, Man, I like I'm, that. I'm learning some things over here. I like that a lot. I like that. <laughs> I might actually, you know what? Send uh send that to me. We gonna upload that into the Patreon account for folks to see. Okay, I'll, I'll definitely send that to you, man. So I for was, our listeners who's tuned in, if you guys wanna see what we talking about, we gonna go ahead and upload that in the Patreon. Man, account. I was proud of that. That I did it all <laughs> by myself. That is hilarious. Well, shoot. Yeah, we got another announcement before we. Oh yes, come on. How can I forget? We got that 10K challenge still jumping off this year. Yes, sir. It's already done jumped off. We yeah, started yeah. March 1st. Yeah. But we still going to put up some videos and uh, show people a couple of things behind the scenes. Yeah. So as um, we promised, we will mm-hmm. be opening up brokerage accounts for those of you who are interested in joining the 10K challenge. The right. goal is to increase your brokerage account by $10,000 by the end of the year. So if mm-hmm. you're just now starting... You should finish the year with at least $10,000. If you already have started, you should finish the year with an additional $10,000. And if that's not aggressive enough for you, by all means, go ahead and up the number. Yeah, go ahead and level it up to wherever you want to get it. But uh, like we said, uh, we uh, started this here 10K Challenge as a part of the launching the uh, Patreon page. So yep. we're going to put the videos over there and show you. But the thing is, we need you to subscribe to the page. Yep. yep. So yep, yep. look, go to Patreon. Uh, set you up an account and then look for um, I Got Sense podcast. You'll see the gold coin on there. And come on. that's where you can come on in there and read that Monday morning jump off. And um, at the end of each month, I'll have a summary in there as well, or probably a little video. And um, them so hot stock them tips hot that stock he used to tips. give on yes, the pod are now available yeah, in there. You can get them all here on the podcast, uh, on the uh, Patreon page. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if you set up your brokerage account and become a part of this here 10K challenge, then you're definitely going to see some growth um, in your um, brokerage account based on my uh, stock tips if you're following um, some of the advice and uh, suggestions that I'm making to you. And uh, with that being said, we can segue over into today's topic because the stock market is all over the place. Yeah, and I got some questions, so let's get into Man, it. Today you sound we like about- I did something wrong. Did I mess up something? <laughs> That wasn't me over there in Ukraine. <laughs> Let me talk to you now. I, got I didn't do nothing. Oh man, it's I a didn't lot do going nothing on in the at world. All. Yeah, that stock market is crazy, man. It's a uh, it's a uh, Jekyll and Hyde now. It's up and down daily. Um, people are running around like a chicken with their head cut yeah. off, um, and they're trying to figure out why in the hell does what Russia's doing all the way over there have to do with messing up my money over here in the stock market? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna talk about that a little bit today. And you know, in uh. Full transparency and honesty, Russia's not that far. See, the thing is, people look at the east mm-hmm. side of the map. But Russia's right next to Alaska, which is right north of Utah. Uh, I'm sorry, Oregon. Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's close to like, us on the west coast. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. I, you know, mm-hmm. you put that in perspective. But anyway, that ain't neither here nor there. Yeah, but that's just land-wise. Ain't yeah, nobody yeah, yeah. right on that little tip right there. <laughs> That's you way can't just throw a rock across the, yeah. across the ocean and right. land in Russian territory or nothing. But shoot, let's talk about it. So okay. today we're talking about five ways Russia's invasion has impacted the U.S. stock markets. I can say from a personal standpoint, my stock portfolio definitely dived like two to three thousand mm-hmm. um, dollars. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody's. So uh, talk to me hit. about it. Like I said, I got some questions. You got the answers. Run them. I need to hear it. <laughs> okay, so so this whole Pressure's thing on you, Shire. The whole thing with Russia invading Ukraine is that it's uh they they consider this geopolitical. So okay. this is uh 
politics at its worst in another country mm. that has absolutely nothing to do with the United States on a you know on the on the top surface. I see. However, when you pull back the weeds, um, when you peel the layers of onions back, uh, everybody on the globe, everybody that's the established country, they have alliances. Mm -hmm. So you know we have NATO. Um, of course, Russia is not a part of NATO, um, but Russia is uh, kind of like our arch enemy, mm -hmm. and Russia is in the business of expanding. So you know they have Cuba as a part of that network. That's why we really don't get along with Cuba. They're part of the. Uh, uh, communist regime um, and anytime you have another country um, try to impose its will on another country uh, unjustified they're basically trying to expand their influence around the world so Russia going into Ukraine trying to take over that uh, sovereign country mm -hmm. um, and the NATO forces are now saying hey you can't do that let's play fair in the sandbox um, now how all of this here impacts the United States uh, uh, financial markets and the stock market and everything. Well, Russia is the second largest uh, oil producer in the world. Okay. So now when we run out and try to chastise Russia for doing something wrong, they basically say, okay, uh, we don't care. Mind your own business. Mm -hmm. We go back at them and say, okay, if you don't stand down, we're going to put sanctions on you. We're going to go in and freeze some bank accounts. We're going to um, start harassing all your billionaires and millionaires that have investment interests in the United States. We're going to freeze their money. We're going to screw everybody up. So you better, you know, bow down. Yeah. And Russia's like, well, y'all do what y'all got to do. Okay. Um, because if y'all do all of that there. Translation. Y'all going to pop off? We going to yeah, pop off too. We going to pop off too. So we going to pull our oil back so uh -huh. now so that's why we almost up to got dang seven eight nine right. ten dollars so, yeah so they, they pull it all back and that instantly causes a shortage in the entire world because mm -hmm. while we don't get um we don't rely heavily on russia for a lot of our oil europe does mm. and we're uh most of the folks in europe are, are nato alliances and so we have some type of relationship with them so that's just a domino effect when you pull the oil back from uh, those European countries, it has uh, uh, impact directly on oil, you know, yeah. oil, heating the homes up, putting fuel in the car, mm -hmm. all those types of things. Um, so that's like just on the surface. There are a lot of other things that are going to go on also. So um, a lot of people don't even realize this here, but Russia is the world's number one producer of fertilizer. Mm. So guess the U.S. does rely heavily. So they got a lot of cows out there. Yeah, they got a lot of that cows. Yeah, they, they you ever drove through Chino? Uh, I is it see. is it Chino uh, Cow Central Farm Central? I don't. I don't over hang in, out over, there. over near Rancho, and you know, going to the IE and stuff. I don't hang out that way. Oh man, it, it stank. Yeah, you know, I fly everywhere, man. Yeah, I that's don't. a good choice because boy, oh boy, <laughs> driving through that area. <laughs> yeah, but Russia. Shout out to Chino, but damn. <laughs> Russia is a big producer of fertilizer. Mm -hmm. So the farmers uh, from Europe all the way to the United States and Canada, we all need fertilizer, uh, fertilization from uh, Russia to grow um, crops, you know, and, crops yep. and stuff. So, you know, corn, wheat, um, all the things that we rely uh, on the farmers to grow and then eventually get on the shelves. Where when Russia pulls back that fertilizer, now you've... Uh, Shorten the uh, amount of supply out there, and now the demand goes up. So now the prices of fertilizer shoots up. Right. Uh, or if the farmers can't get it because the price is too high, now they can't plant as much as they want. So now you're yielding less. Translation: lower supply and higher demand drives the yeah. prices up. And so that so geopolitical stuff that happens around the world like that is typically um, that country that we are in some type of beef with has some type of leverage, whether mm -hmm. it be their oil, their fertilizer, or they have access to uh, certain things. Um, and, and once they pull that back, it causes an imbalance in the whole global economy. Mm -hmm. And that trickles down uh, directly to the people that it affects um, um, day to day. Um, and then once you see that um, uh, effect, now you have people that have their money in the stock market saying, whoa, I don't want to lose my money. So now you have the big players 
you know, the billionaires, the multimillionaires, the institutional investors, all of them start pulling their money back. Mm-hmm. And then us as individual investors, we monkey see, monkey do. Oh, Warren Buffett made this move. Oh, you know. Uh, <laughs> Elon uh, Musk did Yeah, that. he did that. That's so we going to do it too. Yeah. And so you see all this knee-jerk stuff. And 80% of everything that happens in the stock market, not only the U.S. markets, but around the world, 80% of uh, everything that happened is knee-jerk based on what is happening in the world and what's being played on the news. And like I've always said all the years that I've been around, um, the news is uh, based on panic, fear, and anger. Absolutely. That's what they sell. That's why you see more negativity um, than positivity in the news because that's what's going to drive the ratings. That's why you saw them viddy numbers up right. in terms of death tolls and not viddy numbers up in terms of survival rate. Exactly. And then every time you turn on the television now, no matter what channel you go to, it's breaking news. You see an explosion over there. That's what's going to keep people eyeballs glued to mm-hmm. the set. And as long as that's going on and uh, we uh, turn up the pressure against Russia, they're going to double down and with more, with a whole more and more oil, with hold more and more fertilizer mm-hmm. um, and it's just going to continue to go back and forth and you're going to see excuse me the market just volatile yeah. it's continue just going to go be up and down, down yeah. up and down up and down a lot of knee jerk reaction stuff and so that's what we're seeing now um, so um, I've talked about so far two things uh, that the Russian invasion um, is doing to impact um, um, our money and making our stock market and um, investments go down. So you one, they pull back the oil. So definitely um, fuel for your uh, vehicles, yep. the heating oil, whether it be kerosene or urethane or whatever system you own, um, all of those uh, things are affected uh, when there's a shortage of supply of oil out there. Demand goes up, prices go through the roof. So one of the third things that happen now is when you um, also uh, have uh, restrictions imposed against um, Russia um, or it's a geopolitical situation where there's a big uh, global beef, um, now you have uh, restrictions on flying. So what about all those people that had bought tickets before all of this had jumped off? Now the airlines had to cancel all those flights. They had to refund all that money. And then we've already talked about if they're still, uh, all the airlines are still trying to operate now, but now we've seen the gas prices shoot up 46% in the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. So now that's going to throw a monkey wrench into the uh, uh, prices uh, that we see uh, uh, reflected in the stock market as well. So that's three things. So you got um, gas and fuel prices, um, a shot up because the uh, supply is down, demand is up. You got the fertilizer, um, supply is down, demand is up. So now the farmers um, can't grow as much or there's going to be a shortage of food now. Um, and then you got airline um, uh, um, flight restrictions now. So uh, not only do you have to have uh, uh, airline industries uh, refunding, but now they have to pay more for the fuel to operate their flights as well. And all of these here things trickle back into the whole financial system. And, and is all of this here making sense or am I just rambling? I like that coin. Come on now. When them coins get dropped, that means some sense is being given. Yeah, and then like the, the so with the with those first three things going on there, um, now you just have not only the US stock market, but mm-hmm. you have the um uh, Japanese stock markets and the European stock markets all going crazy. And we're all intertwined because most of Europe um and Japan, those are our major allies. Um, a lot of us have money invested in each other, a lot of U.S. money over into the European and Japan markets, a lot of Japan's money is in the U.S. and the European market, and then Europe has a lot of its money over into the Japan and U.S. market. So um, it's like we're all on a rubber band, so when uh, there's something negative or positive that impacts one of those uh, continents, um, then typically you're going to see volatility in the market. So with this here Russia geo, uh, geopolitical thing going on um, by invading Ukraine, um, they've basically pulled back their um, oil. They've basically stopped uh, exporting and uh, providing fertilizer to the United States. And uh, it's just going to continue to make um, um, all our investors, whether they be uh, in, uh, institutional investors or retail investors, um, very uh, itchy and, you know, uh, just don't know what to do and panicky. 
So that that'll lead us to the fourth thing with all of this shit going on. You got the news, uh, all the news media around the world just playing it over and over and over and over again. And now everybody's running around yelling the sky is falling and everybody's in a full out war, you know, full out panic. Yeah. So so my question to you in regards to this panic, more particular to the stock market volatility, mm-hmm. what are some things people should look for and focus on when it, when it comes to the stocks? Well, I mean, when you see something like this here in the market going down, um, people should be looking for those blue chip um, um, stocks that they already say that are too high and they really can't afford. Now the whole stock market is on sale. So let's rewind. All right. Because in March of 2019, 2020. Okay. okay. 2019. You talking when about did, when, when, pan- when did the pandemic start? That was March 9th of 2020. 2020. We also, we also saw a similar situation Absolutely. where the sky was falling. Yeah, because of the COVID. And everything was on, on what I like to call sale when it came yes, to the stock market. Absolutely. And everybody came up in 20. Everybody made anywhere from 50 to 400% growth on their investments. Yeah. It was crazy because the market dropped 40%. Mm-hmm. And those who uh, understood it or those who took a chance, they jumped in. And, uh, you know, especially on those recommendations I gave, those yep. did very, very well. <laughs> and Y'all going to have to go back to the old episodes to catch those or join the Patreon hey, what do you all? What do you always tell them? If you want to find out what we were talking about back then, go back to episode one. And yeah, and just keep on listening. <laughs> just keep on listening. That's it. How many episodes are we at now? Shoot, they could check the show notes for that one. Because I, think I don't this know. this is like 70. Man. Let me get that information. Go well, ahead. Well, I'm not continue. talking about this. I'm talking about just our uh, podcast. That's though. what I'm saying. Go ahead and continue. Okay. I had that. Yeah, I don't even really know. But yeah, like you always say, um, go back to number one and uh, start over and listen to all of them. We can we can use the extra views. This is episode 69. Man, we out here working hard. <laughs> We working hard. It's been uh coming on two. Is it two years now? I believe so. Or one and a half. I think uh, coming up on two. We started in 2019. We started before COVID, didn't we? We started. And it was I before COVID. We didn't start it in COVID, did we? We. It's been so long. We started, can't even remember, man. We started August 30th of 2020. Okay, that was uh after COVID started. Yeah. Okay. Dang. We in 2022? It's been a minute. So, yeah, we, we out here making so we we out here making some moves. I forgot man. last year was 2021. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't time flown by. Man, flown is an understatement. This mess yeah. is teleporting. Exactly. Yeah, man. So, yeah, this, yeah, but this is a great time with uh, all these things going on with Russia and this here whole, uh, whole uh, geopolitical uh, impact on the stock market. This is definitely a time. For folks to jump out there and get some uh, stock on sale because the market is down. It's very volatile. Um, but like I've told folks, the stock market has been around since the late 1700s. And we've only really had, uh, I'd say, in total about 11 um, bad periods where the stock market went down. And that's what most people want to focus on. They want to focus on the uh the uh, stock market crashed back in 1929, mm-hmm. and they want to talk about the real estate bubble mm-hmm. in 2008. But the stock market has been around since, I think, 1789, 1787. And those are really the only two damn times people can think about when the stock market was doing really, really bad. But yet and still, they still think that the stock market is a scam. I, I don't get it. Yeah, me neither. I mean... We've had our conversations on and off air about mm-hmm. the stock market when it's extremely volatile. Yes. That just looked like Black Friday to me. That looked like holiday sale, end of the summer sale, end of the season sale. Right. Time exactly. to get your chips and cash in. And like I tell people all the time, Andre, I think the biggest problem we have with people, especially in our culture, that are skeptical of the stock market is that they are new to the game, mm-hmm. and then as they come new to the game, you got all these other derivatives out there now. So the stock market was designed for long-term investing. Absolutely, Find good companies that are traded publicly and invest in them because you think they got a great product, yeah. and then invest with them long-term, sharing their profits through dividends. Sharing, Ooh, I love me some dividends. Yeah, sharing their, <laughs> sharing their uh, appreciation because you see the price per share of stock 
going up over time as the company grow and add new products and everything. But nowadays, and you know, the new millennial, now you got Forex and you got currency exchanges and you got uh, day trading, day trading, you got options trading, you got all of these here derivatives and side bet things to make quick money in the stock market. The stock market was never ever designed for that and most people that speak bad about the stock market is the people that go in there and lose their shirt because they're trying to do that quick money stuff yeah. and that's not what the stock market was designed for and those that don't have a financial financial foundation Man. go in and putting all their savings and stuff into it exactly and if y'all want to know a little bit more about the financial foundation y'all can go ahead and start an episode one listen all the way <laughs> yes, to today's sir. episode and you really you like that. that that financial foundation must have had a great impact on you because you talk about that more than i do and Man, i hear I you talking it. to others i'll be trying it. to put people on yeah I, I hear you putting people on about it and uh, we actually gonna do a little bit more content about you that. You just like foundation. giving the, you just like giving the gems away, huh? Plant the seed. Go ahead, plant the seed. We'll, <laughs> well fertilize it. Go well ahead. You, you was talking to me about this in the pre-production stuff, but you really like that financial <laughs> foundation because, and, and that's the beauty of the financial foundation, folks. You put a safety net up under you, so that when you get ready to go into the stock market. You can go in the stock market with the right type of mindset and the right type of lead time mm -hmm. for it to be a long-term investment. Not to go in there because you only got $200 and your rent is $800, so you're going to use this here $200 to try to flip it to $800 because yeah. your rent due. That's not what the stock market was intended for. A right. lot of newcomers, a lot of youngsters, that's what they're trying to do nowadays. Or they don't want to get a 9-to-5 job or work at McDonald's and flip burgers anymore. Instead, they want to get on their uh, keypad or their smartphone mm -hmm. and do a trade at nine and then by 10 a.m they all make two or three hundred dollars every day yeah. and that's not how the stock market was designed and i can promise you all the folks that are out there doing it the folks that are on social media selling you all these master training programs to teach you how to do it 90 percent of those people are losing their shirt only 10 percent of them are winning well look Remind me in a future episode to share with you my $2,000 lesson of the year. Okay, you never told me. Did you tell me about I, a I framed it a different way. Okay. But, um, you, can the, you tell the beauty, now? Well, it'll tie into a future subject. Okay, I got gotcha. you. But it's in relation to crypto and the fast money. Okay. So, uh, without my financial foundation, I can't say that I'd be sitting here with such a smile on my right, face. Right, exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> you were the one that wore me down after a year to get into crypto. Yeah. And yeah. I can I can honestly tell the people right now that crypto is straight trash. Well, you know, we'll get into <laughs> that in yeah. detail. It's, yeah. not the, it's not the stock market, but it's, no, it's it not has the its pros market. and cons. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It has its ups and downs and pros and cons and all of that stuff. But, uh, yeah. Um, he said it's straight trash. <laughs> yeah, man, that crypto, man. That's the dog, the dog, the doge, the doggy. Yeah, dog. That He's was the only bad dog. That was the only one I really got into. Yeah. Um, um, but um, and I'm kind of salty about it because I got into it with a couple of little, you know, loose pocket change. Mm -hmm. I ain't lost nothing. Yeah. I ain't hurting for nothing. But that's because you got your financial foundation intact. Yeah, I got yeah. my financial foundation. I'm hurt because it went up. It's the principal. It blew up. It went all the way up to like you saw it go up. Yeah, 65 yeah. cents. And I'm like, man, I'm out here winning. <laughs> I'm about to get me a helicopter, put some 28s on it. <laughs> <laughs> black on black paint. Oh man, uh, IGC, windows. IGC coin on the tail. IGC carpet. Uh, yeah, I was gonna do all of that, man. And then all of a sudden, they snatched the rug from up under me, man. Oh man. And as a matter of fact, you know that's what somebody told me on a flight home from uh, Vegas last week, uh, mm -hmm. Andre. So, uh, and this is a sidebar. This is kind of off target uh, topic, but. Uh, what do they call it? Oh, man, I done lost my train of thought. Um, Parlay? No, uh, when they uh, pump and dump. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So yeah. the pump and dump in the stock market, the young people call it a, a rug pull now. Yeah. I didn't know that until this young cat taught me that on the plane. Well, we could talk more about rug pulls in my two thousand dollar lesson. Okay, on the okay, episode. gotcha. Yeah, so I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning from y'all, young, uh, new school, younger generation folks out there, man. He he hit me to some new lingo, man. You know, they just switching it up. It's the same thing. Yeah, just framed different different way. 
Yeah, but yeah, but, but the stock market now is on sale, and it's on sale because of all of this here stuff going on over in Russia. Russia invaded Ukraine. It's a geopolitical situation where um, the United States and all of its uh, NATO allies basically came in to chastise Russia for uh, unjustly attacking another country. And Russian exchange said, stand down, stay at our business, and if you uh, put any sanction on us, we're going to turn around and we're going to pull our oil and fertilizer um, from the entire global economy, and we're going to throw all the uh, financial markets into uh, despair. And so that's pretty much what uh, what has happened. So I talked about four things of uh, the fourth uh, fourth four ways that that uh, affected the stock market, and then of course the fifth way I think is going to um, affect the stock market. This is based on my own personal analysis. Um, I think the Feds are going to have to uh, raise their rates a little bit quicker than they were scheduled to to kind of try to keep everything in balance. Mm-hmm. Now, what does that mean exactly? Um, so, you know. Um, or how does that look? So the Federal Reserves, they kind of are responsible for our whole monetary system. Printing money? Uh, printing money, yeah. They, they, they're the ones that are oversee, um, you know, currency here mm-hmm. in the United States. So when um, every, everything is doing good. Um, we would like to see um, the interest rates very low. So um, since uh, COVID kicked out and uh, we've um, been in a good uh, a good space to where everything has been affordable um, with the uh, government voting to put a lot of uh, monetary stuff in place with the PP loans, mm-hmm. um, you know, the advance payments for child tax credit give a lot of incentives for businesses to do things. Everything has been doing very, very well. Now, coming out of COVID, we saw the supply chain screwed up because everything came to a screeching halt, right? Right. And now you can't get uh, enough supplies on the shelves in the stores and then to make that even more complicated, you got a lot of people coming out of COVID saying, I'm not even trying to go back to work no more. So it's a shortage of labor shortage of supplies so now this is another situation where supply is down demand is up uh we're about to come out of having to wear the mask we're trying to get back to normalcy and so it's not enough supplies out there for everybody's demand Mm -hmm. so now you have prices starting to creep up and we see the prices going up exponentially and when things like that happen, in order to slow that down or kind of muffle it somehow, um, the Federal Reserves would come in and they would uh, raise the uh, federal interest rate. Now, the federal interest rate is the initial rate that the federal government sets. And then once they set that rate, that's what the whole banking system uses to set their rates. Mm-hmm. And then once the banking system sets their rates, then you have the rest of the financial industries like credit card companies and other loan companies that loan money to people and stuff. Then you have those rates. So like credit card rates, car loan rates, anytime you get any type of financing, all of those rates, it's the Federal Reserve rate that kind of set the bar for what those rates are going to be. So typically when inflation is going um, sky high and the government wants to keep it under control, they will raise the federal rate and that will make the bank rates go up. And then the bank rates will make all the secondary markets rates go up. And when all of this here stuff happens, interest rates get so high that businesses and people stop spending money. Mm. And once they stop spending money, then the demand goes back down and kind of balances out with supply. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm following you. It's, it sounds like they do a price adjustment based on what's going on in the world. So right, like, absolutely. Yeah. Like you gave the example of gas prices. Um going up as a result of sanctions on Russia. So mm-hmm. now the Federal Reserve's adjust adjust these rates mm-hmm. accordingly. They adjust the interest rates, the rates by which we borrow money from each other. Gotcha. Because the banks have to borrow money from the government. Mm-hmm. And then the, the secondary market, all those other companies, they have to get money from the banks. So it's, it's a domino effect. So uh, once the federal rate sets the interest rate, then everything else kind of snowballs from now yeah, just like uh, uh um just like uh doing the uh whole covet thing 
um, to uh, kind of keep the economy going, the Fed started lowering the rate. Mm-hmm. Remember, they lowered the rates, and yeah. so because we're used to um, housing rates, when you want to buy a house, finance a house, or refinance, we used to those rates being somewhere between four to seven percent. But during COVID, they dropped down to three, then they dropped down to under under three, mm-hmm. and they went down as low as down to 2.0. But that was the uh, the Fed's lowering the rates, and once you lower the rates, it's cheaper for everybody to borrow money. So when it's cheaper for people to get money, then people tend to spend more. And when people tend to spend more, that keeps the economy going. Right. But now when people are trying to spend, but there's not enough demand out there, uh, people start to gouge. And so now when there's like the Russia instance here we're talking about today, if there's not enough oil going around, now you see gas here in California going from $4 a gallon up to 5 and now it's over 6 some some areas here in California. That's inflation getting out of control. And the, the, um, that's one of the reasons why the feds would come in and raise those interest rates to stop people from, hey, y'all sit y'all asses down somewhere. Don't get in the car and go. No. <laughs> because if gas prices get too high, people say, no, I can't make that move. I'm, right. I'm sitting down. I only got a quarter tank. I'm using my money to go to work. Got a quarter tank and a bicycle. That's about right. It. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not riding. Uh, I'm not riding from Rialto down to San Pedro just to hang out this here weekend. I'm, I'm. I'm curious if anybody's out there doing a case study on Uber and Lyft rates because with them gas prices, I'm sure those man that would be a great those case rates study. But if you notice with Uber and Lyft, up. don't people typically try to go with a. Uh, 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 electrical vehicle or they go with that is true because they're you know they're very More conscious, economical. conscious of the uh, gas rates and so they don't want to eat into their profit margins yeah. by driving a gas guzzler or like when you use Uber you want to get the premium Uber stuff that's why your price of those rides cost triple right because you want to ride around in the uh, Yukon Denali now well shoot the way everything is panning out this is a little off topic but in the EV realm we going towards electrical trucks and cars. Yeah, everything is going to be there. Motorcycles. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and so you we, we see that in some of the stocks um, and stuff. Uh, um, and you see uh, your boy over at Tesla, Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. He's doubling down now because all those all that competition. We are transitioning to electrical vehicles. Absolutely. Um, but he sees all the competition. Biden and the Democrats didn't put all that money invested into Right. Um, what was that? G G G N General GM General GM, Motors. GM, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he see them coming, and so uh, <clears throat> that combined with some things going on with China, a shortage of the semiconductor chips yeah. and everything. Elon Musk is like, nah, we gonna start cranking them out, and we gonna keep our big lead on you all and everything. Yeah. But the EV world is coming and so you see um people slowing down buying gasoline vehicles now that's why it's uh so expensive to get a used car now ain't nobody buying no new cars no more yeah everybody's like if i get a new car i'm gonna go ahead and get the uh, electrical vehicle um and in the meantime to get around i'll just find you know a hand-me-down used Mm -hmm. car and now we see that market where used cars are almost double what they should be yeah so now's a good time if you got a good, reliable used car and you're thinking about getting it off your hands to get it out there. Hey, man. Get it sold. Hey, man. Ain't nobody giving up them cars. That was a cent right there. <laughs> you, gave, you gave them a cent. I gave them a cent. <laughs> Ain't nobody giving up this used cars. It's the most ROI you're going to get on that 200,000-mile thing sitting in your driveway. <laughs> man, I'm driving a 2013 out there, and I done had about six people inquire about, do I want to sell it? Wow. No, I'm good. I'm, a, I'm holding on to this here. But I have been talking to Sky Girl about needing to buy a car, um, but I need to buy one out for Phoenix. Yeah. And uh, so we've been talking about that and uh, whether or not I should get me a, order me a little EV. Yeah. Well, I know how you feel about EVs. You ain't too thrilled about your car driving itself. I ain't too itself. thrilled about paying cash for no car. That too. I definitely ain't <laughs> thrilled about no car note. <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that. So, I ain't had one of those in a long, long time. I, I haven't had one since 1992. Oh, yeah. You got me beat on there. Yeah. And people ask me, what's my secret to wealth? No damn car note. No damn unnecessary <laughs> expenses. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, I, I've always been able to pay myself a car note, and whenever we needed a car, yeah. I, we would, I would have stashed away enough money to where I can go buy Sky Girl one cash 
and then I just get her hand me down. But I don't I don't do the car notes. Oh, so I already see what's going on here. What's that? She gonna be like, Oh, you want a car? Well, well you can have this car. I've been cruising in. I did have my eye on this one. It, well, yeah, that's how the conversation and kind of being. You like, hey, well, you know, we can go, we can go ahead and get that Tesla, and then you can have this one right, right. here, and then you can take that old twenty thirteen you driving out to Phoenix. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I ain't trying to do that either. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but the dilemma we having is, is that I'm out there every week. And uh, in the winter months, it only costs about uh, 85 to 90 bucks for the two and a half days I'm there. Yeah. But now that we're in uh, the end of February, March, airline prices and uh, rental vehicles, I'm paying uh, anywhere from 195 to 270 for two and a half oh, days yeah. now. And so yeah. I'm I'm damn near spending a thousand dollars to rent right. per month. That could that could chunk out a large portion of that car note right yeah, there. Exactly. So that's what we've been kinda uh, thinking about and uh I can't talk about our latest bu- business venture that we trying to do, but uh it's gonna involve getting vehicles and stuff yeah, like that. I'm excited. But, uh, so I was like we might need to just go ahead and make a move and get yeah. that and have that out there. So I'm kinda I'm I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. Well, as you like to share with me and the perspective I adopted in this matter is these are good stresses to have. So give yeah. yourself a round of applause. Yeah, those are, yeah I, I shouldn't be complaining. <laughs> I definitely ain't complaining. Those are good those are good stresses to have and, and my biggest thing about why I haven't really um given it a lot of serious thought is is because when I'm out in the Phoenix area, I'm really out in Mesa, mm-hmm. which is about 16, 20 miles away from Phoenix. So even if I did have a car yeah. out there, I would I would need to park it somewhere close to the Phoenix airport because catching an Uber or a cab from Phoenix to Mesa is still going to run me 60 bucks. Right. So now I'm spending 120 to get back and forth from the airport and that's to like get in what? the car. Every week, huh? That's every week. Yep. <laughs> Busy man. Hey, man. I value brother right here, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know about all of that. It's well worth <laughs> it. I ain't, I ain't going out there for my leisure. Let's just say that. Right. It's well worth it. And if they subscribe to the Patreon page. Yeah, they're going to get to see some BTS. Yeah. they'll little get, day in the life of Shine. Yeah, they'll get to see me behind the scenes. They'll get to see my personal life and uh, see what me and Sky Girl do from week to week and day to day and. Uh, check us out as we make a transition, a major transition. So, yeah, life is good, man. LG, but, I love to hear it. <laughs> I love to hear it. But but we're talking about this here Russia thing and why it's impacting the stock market today. Um, it has had a negative hit on the stock market. The stock market is very volatile. It's down about 7% from where, uh, where it was before the whole Russia thing jumped off. Um, we talked about five reasons why and how the Russian invasion impacted the stock market here in the U.S., um, but this is still a great time to get in and get some good stocks at a value buy because everything is down right now. Yeah, and we, we really hope that the this episode and the content of this episode helps you guys to put things in a different perspective in relation to what's going on in Ukraine. Um, I know from personal experience and encountering conversations with a lot of people, family, friends, strangers, uh, some people are panicking in this moment Mm -hmm. and it's, it's good to be equipped with knowledge and information to help you prepare not only for yourself, but for your families, uh, when it comes to your finances. So look at this as a, as an opportunity, uh, for those of you who haven't already started investing in stocks or building your financial foundation, let this be a, a moment. Let this be a wake up, call to you to get get started i can't stress that enough andre just yesterday i was out in uh lake elsinore with one of my high-end clients out there working on some stuff and for the very first time um, i've been working with them probably since 2014 um she finally started listening um she got a financial foundation together Beautiful. and now within our financial foundation with all the layers she's sitting on about 67,000 cash yeah and this time around when i asked her about our portfolio 
She's like, where, where we up now? Well, she's like, where, am I still up or am I down a little bit? I see everything going crazy, but it's all good. It's all good. And She ain't stressing and she, pressing She's not stressing, time. but she's, but for all those years, yeah. if anything happened from day to day, she'd be the one text me about, what do I need to do? Do I need to cash out? And then she's like, I want to be in this end. I need to get in this end. I want, I want some dividend stock, and I need to be in Silicon Valley. Yeah. And uh, I heard about GameStop, and, I, and she used to just be all over the place. Um, but now that she has that financial foundation in place and she kind of understands and she's taking the goddess and use my um, ideology and philosophy and she got her money stacked up with that financial foundation, she over that chill bill now. Hey, I don't blame her, man. It's a great great position to be in. Yeah, she over there like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll come back. That, that's it. No stress. It just yeah. alleviates so much stress, yeah, and man. she asked me, what, should I get some more of what I already got or or, 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 or versus in I, the past, she was probably like, I don't know, should I sell it now? Right, it was always now she should, like, well, shoot, it's cheap. Yeah, so exactly. can I get in? Should I get some more? Yeah, I, I wanted about twenty of those, and I only got ten. Should yeah. I get some more now? Because they on sale, right? So yeah, that financial foundation, I cannot emphasize that enough. If you get that up under you, that's like walking a tightrope, but you got a safety net up under. And yourself. then you got a bunch of pillows and. And water a, and all this stuff. You and basically a bungee can't cr- fall. Yeah. yeah, and a bungee cord. So, <laughs> and a parachute on your back. <laughs> and with all that safety, you actually perform better Absolutely. walking a tightrope because you're confident and sky high. Sure, you going to be running that, across that tightrope. Yeah, that's what that financial foundation does. It allows you to have the confidence and the stability to get into the stock market and give the market the time to do what it's going to do. And it's uh, my personal experience since being in the stock market uh, from the uh, – um, early uh, to mid 1990s is every four to six years if you're in solid um, stock investments especially blue chip you're going to probably see your stock uh, your portfolio double in value like every four to six years yeah. so hey <laughs> I can say that from personal experience Hey, you over there winning with that cash value you've building. Man, <laughs> I mean, you know, a couple of stocks are taking a hit to the portfolio, but like you said, the financial foundation's there. I ain't sweating it, yeah. and I do see that it's an opportunity to get in and get some more before it go back up. And it's a shame that we only on the uh, podcast and not Patreon, cause I, I can't even tell them what stock. I ah, know. I can't even. They gotta. Man, y'all got me. They. they it ain't my fault. There. It's Andre them fault. They got me handcuffs. I can't even tell y'all. Y'all, y'all got to go over to Patreon. Well, shoot, it ain't really our fault either. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's not, the limitations of society that, uh, well, as far as rules and regulations of which it can, it can't. Yeah, you know, a lot of people did take advantage of me when I was doing a lot of stuff for yeah. free. Um, and the one thing I learned of on Facebook is it's all about popularity mm-hmm. because. I was I've been on social media, especially Facebook, since uh, September two thousand five, um, and I had over uh, five thousand. No, I had over uh, two thousand since maybe two thousand nine. But I've always put this content out here, and people can go back through my Facebook as far back as it'll let you go. It's the same information that we give now on the podcast um, that I used to put on Facebook. Um, it's just that. I wasn't the hip popular one. I wasn't a celebrity. I couldn't drop bars. Um, I wasn't talking about, you know, all the hip stuff. But it's, it's, it's the irony of it is, is when somebody else who's considered more hip and more popular, when they start to embrace the same thing that I'm trying to teach and then they go out and say it, it explodes exponentially. Yeah. And so that's what we saw uh, with when I partnered up with uh, Andre and you know Sky Girl and our team over here, they saw me putting a lot of value-added content out there for free. Um, uh, but yet and still, ten minutes after I put it out there, some of the more popular folks would come along and basically copy it verbatim right. and put it on their page. And now they over there with you know it's either something in the water or something yeah. in the air i don't know yeah. how that information got over there yeah they go over there almost <laughs> verbatim but they started monetizing it and yeah. uh you know i had uh you all start beating me over the head and say no nah, we got to do this different you don't understand how social media <laughs> works and i didn't i was kind of old and out of touch and i didn't understand
understand the hashtag uh, hashtags and the clicks and the likes and you know um, all of that stuff. So you all got me straight now, and so uh, we over here sitting pretty now, man. Yeah, and it's also an opportunity for the audience and those who really respect and appreciate the content you put out to support you. Uh, to invest exactly. not only in their own education and their future financially, but also invest in the provider of the information that they're receiving all this value. And can so. I also add that I've had uh, seven different investment groups reach out to me. All right now. Um, six of them have paid me money to show up and talk. That's what I'm talking about. Um, and two of them have uh, actually uh, offered uh, to sign a contract with me to show up at every meeting. Um, I declined. I didn't do that. I was, I like, was gonna hit the applause button. No, hold on. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't decline to show up and be compensated for yeah. showing up. I told them they didn't have to uh, uh, sign a contract with me. No contractual obligation. Mm-hmm. I would make the commitment to uh, show up, and uh, you know whether that be Zoom or teleconference yeah. or in person. Um, one of them are here locally in Southern California. Another one awesome. is uh, back out on the East Coast, but. Uh, it's a lot of people that really value the what we talk about yeah. here. The information is uh, head and shoulders above what's going on out there um, on social media in general because for the most part, everybody is just throwing you teasers out there, but everybody's just selling training. Mm-hmm. They got a smoke screen up there as if they're a financial guru and expert, but they're just dangling carrots out there and uh, giving you a whole bunch of inspirational stuff and then luring you over to click and click and click. And by the fifth click, they're asking you for thousands of dollars. We're right. not doing that over here. We're just simply asking folks to listen to the podcast, um, hit that like button, subscribe, share it with a friend, a family member, a coworker, a cousin, an uncle. Look at him, y'all. Hey, he know all the buttons and stuff. Yeah, they didn't, exactly. he didn't up. And now, and now, all we actually do is, uh, since I got out of the uh, license investment advisement business, we actually need to come over to the Patreon page and subscribe over there. Yep. Get you, get you some information. Get learn, you some sense. Learn you some. Get you some sense. I'm the some sense coins. giver, baby. DJ Dividends, the original financial educator. I know you like this one though. There you go. Oh, I like. We gotta money. cool him off. We gotta cool him <laughs> off. Well, shoot, I think that's the perfect segue to introduce the new DJ Dividends segment of the episode. And I got in trouble for shaving my beard. I know. I see it's growing back in. You see mine? I got the goatee now. Well, this a grow. This a growing like four days. Oh, okay. I, I look like a wild buffalo in just four <laughs> days. But I got. I got in trouble for shaving. Yeah. Right before I went to Phoenix earlier this week. What happened? Who who'd you get in trouble with? Sky Girl. She liked the beard. Well, I don't think it was necessarily that. It was why did I shave right before I went to Phoenix? Oh. So I digress. <laughs> but I was like, no, babe. I'm like, I have to make content every day yeah. for the all various platforms. Can't be out there looking like and a when I'm in Phoenix, where you see, like when I'm here, mm-hmm. I got the brush and the yeah. everything, the clippers. I can be well groomed and I can put the bomb on it and all that yeah. stuff. But I noticed, like, if y'all go over to the TikTok page, them last 15 <laughs> videos, <laughs> I'm out there looking like Woodrow from. <laughs> Sanford his son <laughs> Brother was looking a little rough Yeah out there. so I'm like man I gotta Knock out some videos uh, while I'm Out that way and I was like Let the people know that I'm actually taking care of myself Yeah exactly <laughs> so I went ahead and Trimmed everything down That looks good But uh, you let Sky Girl tell it I'm I'm in the hotel with two women Snorting cocaine <laughs> <laughs> you let her tell it, but oh man! Yeah, On I that note, in, shoot, we might trouble, we might man. have to digress and get to the book recommendation. Yeah, yeah let's talk about the book recommendation. <laughs> I'm gonna let the beard grow back a little bit because I got in trouble. <laughs> so, can we get into the book recommendation? Go ahead. What you got for us? All right. So today's topic uh, on the podcast was the uh, ways that uh, Russia's invasion impacted the U.S. stock markets. So the uh, book recommendation I'm making today is um, titled Money, Banking, and the Financial System. It's a third edition. This book was written by uh, Glenn Hubbard and uh, Anthony O'Brien. It's a it's a tough read. This is awesome, almost like a college textbook. Okay. Um, but you know I love to read anyway. It's a great read. Um, 
like I say, it's uh, not easy to get into, um, but it'll give you a comprehensive insight to uh, money, banking, all the financial markets, uh, you know, economic theories and how financial analysts use all that data to predict um, how stock is going to go up or down um, on the U.S. market. So it's a it's a good read as far as your boy DJ Dividends goes. Uh, like I say, it's almost like a college textbook great book out there so um, if y'all want to learn more about how everything ties together and why one thing across the country will ultimately impact us all the way over here on our end this is a great book to give you insight to that well we appreciate that brother we appreciate that man i had fun today i did too thank y'all for tuning in with us man and again those of you who are just now starting your financial journey Go on ahead and start that financial foundation. Look yes, for the sir. episode by going to the first episode and listening all the way to today's episode. Yes, and if sir. you're interested in learning more about what particular hot stocks to invest in and also get information on a weekly basis in terms of what's going on in the financial world from the perspective of DJ Dividends, a.k.a. Cheyenne Simmons himself, you guys can go ahead and click the show notes and go to the patreon.com forward slash I got sense podcast or just go to patreon set you up an account and search the uh i got sense podcast remember there is a monthly subscription fee that varies from five to twenty to fifty you'll see in the future with the twenty and fifty hold but right now if you're generous go ahead and hit that button if not go ahead and shoot us over five dollars but it's all just to show your support and love for Everything that the team over here at I Got Sense Podcast is doing. And big shout outs to our uh, first subscribers that came in and subscribed this first month. We uh, launched a Patreon page. Much uh, much appreciation and love uh, goes out to y'all. We love y'all. Round of applause for y'all, man. <laughs> we appreciate you. I'm going to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for them. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank and you. And now, thank you, so thank, much, you thank you, thank you to them. We really <laughs> appreciate the love. Well, we holler at you guys next week. Peace. Peace.